The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. The Broncos Blitz Podcast. News and analysis to help you be a better Broncos fan. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. We're today on the Broncos Blitz Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Well, the Broncos, they are down to 53. So we're going to talk about the 53-man roster. We're going to talk about the practice squad and uh, what Denver has done as far as shifting players around. But certainly, uh, look, probably not done. There could be some opportunities for Denver maybe to pick up a veteran here or there as week one approaches, week two into week three. There's going to be a lot of roster movement, and then obviously that doesn't even include the idea that God forbid they feature any injuries or anything like that. That will certainly play a part. Uh, So the Denver Broncos, of course, making their way through the roster cuts and now have a roster, and uh, we are starting to react from that. You can, of course, check out all that reaction at milehighsports.com. And uh, Zach Seegers, Rich Kirchman, myself, We've done a uh, uh, deep dive, if you will, into uh, some of the different uh, you know moves they've made, uh, a overall outlook of the season after kind of looking at it and stepping back and saying, hey, you know, now that we know what this team looks like, uh, what could they be looking at uh, moving forward, and then what are their weaknesses? You know, what could Denver be looking at uh, here in the uh, near future as well, too? Now. For the Denver Broncos, uh, the 53-man roster is set. Uh, do want to go over some of the original cuts. So let's uh, rewind back to this would have been Saturday around noon. Uh, the Denver Broncos ended up cutting several players. Um, some of the ones that that I think may be more, we're not going to list them all one by one, but maybe the ones that might have stunned you, surprised you. Uh, Josh Watson ended up getting cut at the time. Trufo Magali, uh, Bailey Rogers, uh, Justin Hollins, uh, Derek Tuska, Devontae Bosby surprised a lot of people. PJ Locke, uh, Bellamy, Winfrey, Brett Rippon, Kendall Hinton. There were a lot of individuals that uh, the Denver Broncos cut on Saturday. Now, immediately, I think. You know, you, you see the cuts, and particularly guys like Bosby, Jake Rogers, you know, maybe even Bailey, Josh Watson, and you're thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, the, whoa, what happened? Like, what, I thought these guys were going to be uh, players here for the Denver Broncos, you know, or maybe in the future, you know. Uh, the Denver Broncos obviously have a practice squad. So if these players are to uh, clear waivers, in which many of these guys did, they land on the practice squad. So the Denver Broncos, a practice squad now full. Uh, actually, I think they may still have one practice squad spot open. But Brett Rippon makes it onto the practice squad along with Devontae Bosby, Jake Rogers, Patrick Morris, the center, Fred Brown, Trinity Benson, Deshaun Williams, Levante Bellamy, Jeremy Cox, uh, Holder, Locke Bailey, Paulo, Watson, and Duska also make the practice squad. And so I, I think, you know, you know, you start to look at things and you say, all right, well, uh, in this case, all right, fine. Well, a lot of these cuts, they have to get down to 53, obviously, so it's good to see them still retain a lot of these players. Uh, some of them, you know, I think one of them with 
the Denver Broncos in particular, you know, could be moved off that practice squad, you know, early in Devontae Bosby. And that maybe is, I think, the one surprise cut. Now, the Broncos may be taking a gamble thinking, okay, well, nobody's going to pick this guy up. And if that's the case, well, maybe we could sneak him through waivers. And um, Denver ends up, uh, you know, having having a, a practice squad that I think is very, very talented. And then obviously you start to look at the 53-man roster and look around and look, you start to grade things and, you know, say, well, where's the strength? Where's the weaknesses? And, I, you know, I don't want to get too caught up in a position by position, but overall I, I want to talk about what surprised or what didn't and I don't really think any of this was a big surprise uh, maybe Justin Hollins and, and Justin Hollins ends up getting picked up I believe by the Rams uh, so th- he is a lost player uh, off the waivers and you know maybe particularly uh, you know with the Rams bringing in a guy who could make an impact a young talented player I want to I want to say we default here to the the expertise of Vic Fangio in linebackers, but boy, my, my I have to be honest, my patience is is getting a little. I don't want to say patience, but my belief in him is starting to wane a little bit at the linebacker position. The reason being is because last year, you know, when Denver was potentially in the running for Devin Bush, this was a player that Vic Fangio said, well, you know, isn't up to uh, the big-time linebacker. He used Roquan Smith as an example uh, type play. Well, Devin Bush last year, while maybe struggled in pass coverage at times, was a very good linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not talking about the trade, just evaluating the player and saying, hey, this guy is not worth it at this point. We're going to let him go. Well, the Steelers were happily, happily take him. And that's a direct evaluation hit on Vic Fangio. Now, look, Vic Fangio has forgotten more about defensive players and particularly linebackers than I will ever have known. But who are they fielding? on the roster, at the linebacker position. And that's where you start to look around and you say, man, uh, they moved around a lot of guys. Uh, You know, obviously with outside linebacker, you know, and pass rush, however you want to define it, they're fine with Bradley Chubb and Von Miller. Uh, You know, they they retain Jeremiah Tachu, Malik Reed. uh, And then inside linebacker is the one where you really start to get a little worried. There was obviously the, the release of Todd Davis, uh, injuries, final year, just it, it wasn't working long term. I'm actually su- a, a hair surprised that they got rid of Todd Davis as early as they did. I actually thought Todd Davis would have played out the rest of the year with the Denver Broncos, maybe particularly the injury a little worse than we thought. Don't know. But at inside linebacker, Alexander Johnson becomes the guy now uh, with Josie Jewell, Mark Barron, the newly uh, picked up Mark Barron, Joe Jones, and Austin uh, Calitro. So this is a linebacking core that, you know, if you're the Broncos, A.J. Johnson was a, a, is going to have to be the three-down back guy. And while Mark Barron comes in with a lot of experience, this is a guy that has is a free agent for a reason. And now I think you're going to ask him to play some very critical snaps. We've already seen that Josie Jewell, while I like Josie a lot, is a guy. 
He he's a guy. He's not going to be the dynamite linebacker I think that the Denver Broncos are expecting and certainly a guy in coverage that look this training camp has not looked great. Uh so now all of a sudden you're going to ask some of these guys to uh you know maybe cover a, a running back coming out of the backfield or a tight end. This leads me to think that tight ends are going to continue to beat you up if you're the Denver Broncos defense, and it's going to look much like it did last year or years prior, where you know guys are just running wild, whether it's George Kittle or Travis Kelsey or Wall or whatever. Aim, insert any tight end, and they're going to be very effective. And you know you you can't have a top five defense if that's the case, and I think that's obviously what the Denver Broncos are shooting for. So, don't know how they're going to be able to cover those guys. Certainly, maybe one of these uh, players steps up and and all of a sudden, you know, plays lights out, or or Vic Fangio has a certain scheme plan for this, but just doesn't seem like this unit got any better. Um, and then they started cutting a bunch of guys, and, and particularly Hollins and a young kid, and, and made me think, like, man, who, who are they going to field that linebacker? And, and goodness, uh, you know, if they were to sustain an injury at that position, I mean, they just have a bunch of guys. There, there are no real playmakers there, and I, I think if you're the Denver Broncos, middle linebacker immediately shoots to the top as far as a need um, you know, maybe in the next coming weeks at free agency and next year in the NFL draft. Another position that uh, we were looking at at corner. Now, they do end up retaining Devontae Bosby on the practice squad, which is obviously a big deal. But I still look at corner and I still look at it with a little bit of anxiety. A.J. Boye, Bryce Callahan, obviously your one-two guys. But then from there, it really drops off. Devontae Harris, who's been up and down. Michael Ojemudia, obviously the rookie who's been dealing with a lot of injuries in the training camp situation. Duke Dawson Jr. and Asang Bassey. There are guys left and right in this cornerback room that I think, while nice to see versatility from Dawson, Bassey, who could play the nickel, uh, obviously very important, contribute on special teams. But, you know, playing is one thing. When you're facing three, four wide, are you going to have the guys that you can trust to be outside on an island? And this is what I've been harping on on this podcast for, a well, last couple months is do they have the corners that are going to be able to cover these guys? And I just, I'm sorry, I can't say that Devontae Harris on the outside on an island, potentially for that uh, Z wide receiver who traditionally a speedy guy is the guy I want, you know? And so now all of a sudden, okay, well, then, you know, maybe you, you put Bryce Callahan on the outside, which is a place that I think he's not comfortable with. I think he preferably would be uh, on the inside. You know, now you have a lot of shifting around to do here with corners and whichever way the pieces go, the puzzle doesn't fit. And this is where I begin to wonder if the Denver Broncos could be very weak in the secondary. And I mentioned that piece we wrote at milehighsports.com where it took Rich Kurtzman, uh, Zach Seegers, and myself and kind of put some opinions together. My biggest weakness, I think, for the Denver Broncos is the secondary. There's a lot of question marks here, and I'm very worried about this secondary. Now, I, I like the safeties, obviously. I think they got a bona fide safety, and they're going to ask a lot of the safeties this year. But the cornerback room, I think, is very weak, and I hope that the Denver Broncos pass rush can get two quarterbacks quickly because if they don't, 
and they give quarterbacks three, four, five seconds to pick apart these corners, they're going to be able to. They talking about the opposing quarterbacks, and it could be a long day, a long week, a long year for this Broncos secondary. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast, of course, presented by DraftKings. America's top-rated sportsbook app. And look, you go download the app. There's a lot of great things over there at DraftKings. And look, it's time to celebrate, right? Because this is it. This is the week. We officially will have no more Sundays without football. Until what? January? Something like that? At least cross our fingers. Football back. It is here. It's time to kick off football's 101st Season 101, 101st season in DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all users a no-brainer to start the season. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you do not want to miss this one. Have you ever heard of a football team losing by 100 points? Seriously, in all your years of watching football. Okay, well, week one, DraftKings is ensuring that even if Kansas City were to lose in historic fashion, you would still cash your bet. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has moved the spread to Kansas City plus 101 points for all users. So even if Kansas City loses by 100 points, you still win big with DraftKings Sportsbook. It's a complete no-brainer, guys. DraftKings, of course, giving away up to $100 million in prizes to all users who enter their free football survivor pool. All you have to do is sign up with DraftKings Sportsbook, enter their survivor pool, and you'll instantly get a share of up to $100 million in giveaways. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code MHS. That's promo code MHS to take advantage of this no-brainer offer. Promo code MHS to get in on all the action for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. you got to be 21 or older and in Colorado only. Eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. So the Broncos, of course, making their way to 53. Uh, obviously, some roster cuts that uh, you know maybe surprised some individuals. But how about some guys who made the roster that maybe uh, otherwise I think a lot of people didn't think so, including on, uh, you know, let's continue this discussion on the defensive line. I think a lot of people thought Demarcus Walker was not going to be able to get a roster spot. And I have said for a long, long time, I think this is a talented kid. You pair him with a lot of young talent that you like on this defensive line. Draymond Jones, of course, the third-round pick back in 2019. Mel uh, McTelvin Ajim from the third round in 2020. I think you, you've got a lot to like about this kid and uh, these kids, I should say, because you start to rotate them out and they got them young motors and they'd be able to to kind of wear on that D, that uh, offensive line that's been, you know, particularly in the third, fourth quarter that, A, they got to deal with, you know, obviously pass rushers and Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, but B, they got to deal with just kind of hitting them every single play. For four quarters. Now, all of a sudden, maybe a guy with a high motor like Draymond Jones comes in late in the third, early in the fourth, and can get around a guy or, you know, just simply beat him to the punch. You know, maybe a Demarcus Walker can start to eat up some double teams, free up a, a flying safety on a blitz. You know, there, there's a lot to like here, I think, about this defensive line. And I think if you're the Denver Broncos, you like where you're at right now on that defensive line. Switching to the offense, where the Denver Broncos are carrying five tight ends. And wow, he made the roster. And uh, you know who I'm about to talk about, and that's Jake. But Noah Fant, Albert Okawebana, Nick Fanette, those were no-brainers. 
okay? The battle was between Troy Fumagalli, Jake Butt, you know, would Andrew Beck make the roster? Uh, you know, going back earlier, a couple months ago, even Buck Howard's name kind of slipped in there. there were, they had so many tight ends, um, but Jake Butt makes the roster. And look, he had a good training camp. He had a very good training camp where he was very effective, never seemed like he missed a beat. And you know what? He's on the roster. We'll see if he can be someone who can... Uh, be very effective. I think there's this slant towards offense now with a lot of these guys. And Andrew, Be Andrew Beck, Jake Butt, don't know if they'll see the field a lot. But they're on the roster. And uh, obviously with Vanette, Fant, Okawebana because of their draft status and, and the signing of, of Nick, those were no-brainers. To see those two make the roster, certainly interesting. The wide receiver room is a packed room as well, too, obviously, with Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, K.J. Hamler being complete no-brainers. Tim Patrick makes the roster, along with Deontay Spencer, Tyree Cleveland, and Deshaun Hamilton. So, you look at these options. Seven wide receiver, very loaded in this room. Now, Deontay Spencer probably going to be the guy who is utilized as the returner as opposed to a offensive weapon you, you want to utilize him there because you don't want to start to mix and match and on top of that you know and i know they kind of experimented with this in training camp we don't want to put jerry judy back there i mean i know he's explosive great even kj hamler i think this is a situation where the denver broncos need to continue on with spencer at returner and focus on the offense being the offense. And it, it, it's nice to see them pack so many offensive weapons, and maybe even particularly Tyree Cleveland, you know, the, the seventh-round pick. Look, this is a kid that, uh, you know, we've talked about on the podcast, a big guy who can really run. That's what Elway said. Uh, he's, he's willing. He's tough. He's got some special teams to him. He can catch the football and be very versatile. And I, I think that's where, you know, you've heard me say that word again, versatile. I think that's where we are at with this football team is they, they picked a lot of guys based on versatility. Um, guys who can play special teams, guys who can do dual things, guys who can bring multiple dimensions to a offense or defense, and that gave you so much flexibility, versatility as a roster, and now you know it make, simply gives you more luster than everybody else. Um, positions where they didn't, uh, bring on a lot of depth, uh, particularly at safety. Trey Marshall uh, is really your only true depth safety. And so uh, guys who are versatile uh, on the cornerback position could potentially play that. Uh, that's where I think Bassey and Dawson kind of, you know, fall into that mix where they could, you know, potentially spell some of these guys. Uh, I think if you're Denver, you're really hoping that you, you stay healthy at those positions, but certainly could be a case. We obviously talked about the flexibility, flexibility and the versatility on the offensive line and at linebacker as well, too. So, uh, look, this is a Denver Broncos team that uh, they, they seem to like their roster. Uh, you're going to see Melvin Gordon, Phillip Lindsay, and Royce Freeman on the 53-man roster, which was certainly interesting. Uh, you know, I know that was a discussion that we've had for a little bit, but I think most people had Royce Freeman making this roster, although I still contest that if Denver has the opportunity to move this kid, I think they may eventually do so. So... We'll see. We'll see how it goes for this Broncos team that, of course, uh, gets going on Monday night next week. 
Very cool to see football finally come back. And, of course, that means this podcast is now five days a week as well, too. It's presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. We'll do five days a week. We'll be talking Broncos left and right, uh, you know, kind of wrapping up training camp into the the regular season practices. I know that, you know, training camp officially ended, what, four or five days ago. But, you know, I, I think the, the cut day is really, to me, kind of the official kind of signaling of a new season as we move forward. So putting a bow on all that, and now we start to look forward to Tennessee. What are the things that... Denver needs to do to try to expose Tennessee. We will, of course, have pregame and postgame podcasts. A lot of great things coming on the Broncos Blitz podcast. And, of course, uh, look, potentially could see fans back in the stands. Uh, Broncos looking to have some fans in the stands by week three against Tampa Bay. Could be interesting. Uh, There's, you know, this is a ever-flowing, moving situation. With COVID-19, of course, Brittany Bolin is the one who is basically uh, the chairman of the task force for this Broncos COVID-19 situation, submitting the stadium safety plans for uh, the governor's office a few weeks ago. Uh, The uh, polis has toured the stadium, apparently, with Bronco officials and Brittany Bolin. We will see how this plays out. Again, I, I think this is very much a ever-flowing, changing situation. I don't think you could just say, well, you know, week three, they're going to come back. We'll see. We'll see. I, and look, there doesn't seem to be a rule or, uh, you know, guideline with all this, maybe. Is that the best word? It just seems like a weekly type deal where we're just kind of going through the motions and saying, hey, can we do this now? Uh, okay, not this week. Okay. Well, hey, can we can we bring back fans this week? Uh, uh, next week? Uh, you know, this is all just going to be an ever-flowing thing, an ever-moving thing. So, going to be interesting. We will continue to monitor that on the Broncos Blitz podcast, of course, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. We, uh, of course, are asking you to send in your Broncos questions. If you have any, you can uh, do so over there on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio or via email. The email, of course, is Ronnie K at milehighsports.com. That is where you can email the uh, the questions. Broncos Q&A, we will do that every single week. We will also have visits from different guests as well, too. Uh, should be a lot uh, that we'll, uh, we'll be bringing you, player audio and everything like that. Really, really cool stuff coming up here on the Broncos Blitz podcast. So you can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. And then, of course, you can go check out many of the things that we've written for uh, MileHighSports.com on the Broncos as we continue to monitor practice. And then, of course, going leading into games, if you will, with Tennessee week one. It's finally here. Should be a lot of fun to cover it on the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. I appreciate you tuning in. And again, leave your Bronco questions on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. Uh, Tomorrow we will answer a lot of those questions moving forward and uh, really begin to preview Tennessee as uh, week one is on the horizon, seven days away 
from football. How about that here in the Mile High City? We will continue to monitor it at milehighsports.com. Hey, if you like the podcast, be sure to uh, subscribe, like, follow on the many different platforms that you can find this podcast, whether it be Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, milehighsports.com. And again, for more info on the Denver Broncos, be sure to check out milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. Later, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit milehighsports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.